Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Recharge the Soul. I am Bailey, one of your hosts, and I'm, of course, here with the other half, Ann, my mom. Yes, I'm here. She's here with me. <laughs> We're here together, as we always are, with our mics, and we have a candle lit, and we've decided to start making more of these podcasts sacred within creating candles or maybe palo santo we normally have tea my mom has a bubbly over there so mm-hmm. we're we're all in our zone today mm-hmm. but it's been a doozy of i don't know if anybody out there has been noticing but it has been a doozy of a month and we're now here it is september and i know i'm um, just working with all the people that i'm working with there's been a lot of high energy out there lots of people going through emotional changes yeah and even today I ran into one of our friends at the gym talking about with her about the energies lately of um I mean last week was super intense today's September 2nd and yeah the this past week has been super intense but also I feel like this whole summer has been extremely intense and very transformational there a lot of changes and i think that it is was a summer of again big transformations and big shifts and big awakenings if people were open to it or there was a lot of resistance towards it yeah it was wild because yeah ever since um july 31st the big retreat that we did the one day i've noticed that um since that part of my body was opened up and I was released a lot of um, a lot of energy from it. It seems like I released a lot of trauma that was held from, which I thought I was done with all of that. Yeah, but I mean, the more and so more interesting. It's so interesting because it's just so. I think that the world right now is going through a lot of healing. I think that uh, within our families, we're going through a lot of healing. A lot of um, maybe uncomfortable conversations. Also, on the world scale, there's a lot of changes and trauma happening, and you know, uh, pol- politics becoming very um, abrasive sometimes, or like outbursts happening. Yeah, you know, and so crazy. from either from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very volatile time right now Mm -hmm. in my eyes and the world is going through a shift so there's a major amount of generational healing and um, trauma coming up that we now are discovering so many different natural modalities holistic modalities that are helping us to explore those parts that maybe we Mm -hmm. stuffed down within our bodies to survive Mm -hmm. or to dissociate um to numb out. To numb out. Mm-hmm. So many different ways that our our body, it holds so much, you guys. I know, because I'm still, I am still so surprised 
that they're that they're saying the reason for my surgery and the reason for what happened to me with the adhesions in my intestines, which is all around the solar plexus and all around um, you know, my my chakras all through my abdominal area. So it's very surprising to me that they would blame it on a, a surgery. They said, when did you last have surgery? And I was like, well, 30 years ago, <laughs> I had surgery at a C-section with my son. So it just was like really surprising to me. And I honestly, the more intuitively that I just check in with myself, I'm really thinking that it had to do with moving all that energy around for all of um, the women that were there. And additionally, I think it broke loose some of my trauma that I was holding in my body. Because mm-hmm. it was actually solar plexus and your sacral and my sacral chakra and the sacral chakra is all about safety right it's all well it's about um your abode it's about your body your abode. yeah i mean i've said this on here a couple of times mm-hmm. so if i'm if you've heard this several times i'm sorry but it's the sacral in sanskrit is called swadhisthana which means one's own abode so it has to do with your body, also, of course, your creativity comes from the space. But like a lot of people, uh, like your intimate relationships, um, that could be, that could affect your sacral chakra. So maybe if you've had, um, yeah, if you've had trauma around that, like mm-hmm. in your, and I know that you have, mm-hmm. and um, it also has to do with body image issues. Um, it's all about your body. It's about your temple. And so if your body has been maybe, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm abused or you've abused, been through pain, yeah, you've had trauma around your body, you're not feeling safe in your body or in your home. In your home, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's connected to your root, which your root is all about your home and safety mm-hmm. and um, how you feel in this physical world. Do you feel safe within? And I like to relate it to, yes, of course, your home, but... Do you feel safe just within your own energy with yourself, Mm -hmm. no matter where you're at? And that was a huge thing for Mm -hmm. me for a long time, too. It's like I it my happiness and my mood and my emotions and how stable and grounded I felt really dependent on where I physically was at on this earth. And Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? And so, um, yeah, that has to all those are connected. I really think that our. Like your your house when you're younger um, wasn't a safe place for mm-hmm. you a lot of the time and and also your body and who you you weren't kept safe you weren't kept sacred you weren't protected um, and so both of those together and then um, that shuts down your power center mm-hmm. right which is your solar plexus so that whole area of your body was constantly traumatized when you're younger and you had to stuff down a lot of emotions because you didn't really have anybody to go in and talk it wasn't to. safe it wasn't safe to express them and if you did express them it was quickly shut down yeah mm-hmm. and I was talking to one of my clients the other day actually I was saying that our chakras are deeply deeply wounded um specifically within our childhood You know, Mm -hmm. and it takes, I think, almost double the amount of work in your adult life Mm -hmm. to heal those, to clear them out, to balance them again. And so, um, and many, many people, especially within your generation, Mm -hmm. um, again, I said this earlier, the generational healing, the amount of that's Mm -hmm. going on right now, because it was so normal in that generation for children to 
be seen, not heard, for the elephant in the room not to be talked about, for emotions to be shut down. And so there's this huge influx of, of sorry, but shit coming up. Oh, yeah. It's right crazy. now within yeah. people and especially within where the the stars are and mm-hmm. where our astro- astrological um, timeline is within the planet and within the collective. And so it's just if you're feeling right now in your life, like maybe you're craving or yearning for healing or like spirituality is interesting, you know, obviously, I mean, you wouldn't be listening to this if that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And if you are, then you're supposed to be here listening. But um, it's normal. And a lot of people are feeling like that right now. And I just we're going to talk about it a little bit on here within different ways that you can kind of open up and heal and explore. But you're not alone. Not alone. And it's perfect. It's just so crazy amazing how perfectly alignment and the alignment is in the universe with us being able to take off and go to Shasta. And we're going to Shasta with with one of our friends and we're going to be doing some deep work there because we want to offer an advanced level retreat next spring. Mm-hmm. And so it and we planned this before all of this happened. So it's just so like divine. Divine. Divine timing. And then we ended up I do want to say this because this is freaking blows my mind. Okay, guys. This is, I'm about to get a little bit TMI, but I've had these freaking plantar warts on the bottom of my foot for about five years now. And if anybody who's listening has had plantar warts, you'll know that they are resistant. They're resistant. <laughs> they're like the devil's cousin because they will not go away. And I've been to the doctor relentlessly. Oh my you know, gosh, multiple. And they just, they wanted to cut them out, and then they wanted to stick a needle in my foot, and then I've probably had them all tried to be frozen off, like, over 20 times, and it's not cheap. And so it's this relentless war that I've been going on with the bottom of my foot, and, like, I'll go to get my toes done, and there's this one lady that I, I had to start going somewhere new, because she would always be like, haven't gone to the doctor yet, have you? Oh, have like, you gone to the doctor? I'm living at the doctor. I'm like, I am trying. <laughs> But I want my toes look pretty and I want my massage. So I'm here to see you again. <laughs> so please don't shame me yeah, about so, the plantar warts. <laughs> so where I'm going with this is that we had planned on going to Blind Frog Ranch. And at Blind Frog Ranch, this was um, after my mom's surgery, before we knew that my mom was going to have surgery. But after or at Blind Frog Ranch is this pond, right? It's this pond that they found that was actually underneath the ground. And it's this tavern. Um, And so they dug down um, into, it's a whole story. If you're interested, I would suggest going and doing a little bit of research on it. But the water within this pond, they measured it. And do you remember exactly how they described it? It just has a very high frequency for healing is really the best way to describe it. Yeah. And so we've been told, and I'm a little bit skeptical well, I have had a couple of things on my body heal. Well, I know. I, I'm a little bit skeptical at first. And I'm oh, like, I don't Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm I always try to go into a space with an open mind, but I'm not I choose I, I can't be naive about a situation as well. Like I, I need to see it and I need to experience it. So I'm like, all right, this healing water, 
we're going to dunk my mom in it and see what happens to her scars from her <laughs> from her surgery. And I didn't tell anybody this at the time, but I'm like, and I'm going to put my foot in that. And I'm going to try to keep my foot in there as long as I can and see what happens to these these vicious plantar warts on the bottom of my foot. And um, I can proudly say they have went away. That is just bizarre. They, it is it's the, so bizarre. And it took them a while. Don't get me wrong. It took like a week. And I'm like, oh, a week? That's a miracle. I know. <laughs> no, I know. But at first I was like, all right, healing water, like my ass. <laughs> and then they going and we were just doing it to really... To really just kind of placate her to go along with Grizz. Yeah. Because Grizz is all in. Both my mom and I, we didn't know why I'm going with this story is that Mm -hmm. we did not know. We had planned this trip months before, but we didn't Mm -hmm. know that my mom was going to be in the hospital a week before we went. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that she had surgery like two, like she had to go into the hospital two days before we were about to take off. So... If we were on the road when that happened, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. That would have been really or bad. Or if it happened the day before the event, the, the day before the event, or the or yeah, or the night before the event, then that would have been bad. Like it happened in the perfect. There was only like three days within. If it was going to happen, it should happen here. Trauma, you can come up and rear your ugly head now. Now, now, activate now, <laughs> and then so we're all like, All right, once we get mom out of here, we need to get her in that water. And so we put her in the water, we put my foot in the water, and well, it wasn't like I was in a wheelchair, I walked into the I know, water. but it just helps with the story, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and they lowered her into the water, and there's a crowd of people watching, and then they all clapped as we pulled her out, and, and she was glowing and looked 10 years younger. <laughs> I like that story. <laughs> so it didn't go exactly like that. No, but, but it was pretty amazing because I even had this thing on my finger that was really bothering me. And um, and it's gone, which is just wild. And her scars have completely, for yeah, the most part, yeah, healed. Yeah. And when we dunked her in the water, <laughs> she her, her scars were kind of, they looked a little infected. Yeah. Yeah. So our main point is there your, is this pond of water. Feet yeah. too. I mean, it's just wild. There's this pond within Utah, in Utah called that, Blind Frog Ranch that is healing. That's healing, and they they've actually had other stories of people. Should I tell the one about the? Yeah. Um, is it she had MS? What is it? It's a it's something within the brain, and she was having seizures. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I'm butchering that, and it's not. Exactly uh, right. Yeah, yeah, but it was a something that was happening within her brain and causing her to have um, seizures constantly. And she had heard of this pond and everything, and they had taken her there. And mm-hmm. she got into the water, and it was like her last ditch effort. You know, she'd been mm-hmm. obviously trying to heal this for years, and um, she was in the water for they said about an hour, and nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. She's like, all right, get get me out of here. Like, this isn't working. And they put her in the van. And on the way back to town, because it's about an hour and a hour drive, she started throwing up. Um, and they needed to let her out of the car. And they, they've been studying this water. And so they took um, samples, samples from it. her um, vomit. And they studied it because they have ge- geologists and everything on. It's this whole thing. You guys they have, have to scientists look into, sci- yeah. and all kinds of people. And there was brain matter in her in her vomit. There was brain matter. In so her, she her was vomit. throwing up 
the diseased part of her brain and she after that that's what they're saying what was she was she doesn't suffer from it we have a disclaimer we're not scientists we're not scientists but we we can only tell you about our own experience and we purchased these mics at best buy now here we are (laughs) here we are sure but it is you know what honestly at first i was skeptical of that story until my plantar warts disappeared yeah and here's the other piece of that that i really really love and know to be true because of my walk through life is that if you if you don't believe in magic you're never going to see it mm-hmm. honest to goodness you're never going to see it you're always going to explain away the most wild like oh all of a sudden her foot clears up oh well then that must have been from the last treatment she had eight months ago I mean you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just like I choose to believe in magic I really am grateful that I have hope and faith and love for humanity and and know that we're going to come out on top. That really matters mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. it's And and I think that within all of that story that mm-hmm. we just shared, that within itself shows so much magic. Just mm-hmm. how how we ended up there, when how we ended we up there, you know. And when all, everything unfolded. And, all of, and then we're going to Shasta soon to do, you know, some research because this advanced retreat that we're offering, we really, I mean, it's going <laughs> to. If you've been to any of our retreats before and you're looking for the next level, we're finally cultivating that and creating that and so keep an eye out for that it'll be um spring of next year but you know we're going to 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 Mm -hmm. do this you know work that we're wanting to offer but we Mm -hmm. don't we always try with everything we do we make sure that we have gone through it as well and that we're in alignment with the offering so yes. that if we don't believe in it or if we're we don't feel like it's right for our for our people we won't offer it but we have to know what that is first so we're going through this program this really cool thing that we're going to be doing in Chasta and we'll be sharing more details sorry to be so esoteric but um but we're really excited about it that's happening and then the following week, um, we're going to get sound bath certified. So we're going to be a mother-daughter sound bath. I'm so excited about it. Mother-daughter sound bath healers. Bailey's kind of excited about it. But I'm, I'm like I'm really excited, excited because I think that, you know, <laughs> there, the more that modalities and things that I can learn that maybe for could, healing, for healing mm-hmm. and could um, be implemented into any work that we do, I'm all in. Um, and I'm going to get Reiki certified. Yeah, and I just think that it's a, you know, I love, I'm in this space, and you, Mm -hmm. I know you agree, because we went for a very long walk this morning, Mm -hmm. and, um, and we were like, I just want to learn right now, I'm really in this, like, growing stage, and Mm -hmm. I'm just wanting to absorb all the information that I can on things that light me up, because I know I need it, because it's helping me with my journey and my healing, and then I love being able to share it with other people, and let them recognize that we are our biggest healers and that we are so powerful and that this life has so much to offer. Like, it's like we have all the ingredients for the cake, but we just have to put the ingredients together and and bake the cake, you Mm -hmm. know? And so it's a fun journey to be on. And sound bath is, well, we'll still have Rosie and we'll still have Kat and, you know, they're, they're part of our journey as well um, in this time, but it never hurts to have a couple extra sound sound bowls. Yeah, sound bowls as we go into Rosie accent, <laughs> which we who we love. 
But, you know, it is really true because I just really want to, I just feel like I'm being called to in this, because my birthday is next week. Mm -hmm. So I think for this next trip around the sun, I just want to absorb as much um, modalities and learnings that I can so that um, I really feel attuned with what, with my path and my passion. So I'm excited about it. Me too. I'm really excited. And then we have Greece. We're going to Greece on October 1st. October 1st. That's a whole new adventure as well. We also still, our September 11th Soul Circle here in Sacramento is pretty full. I would say that we're, mm-hmm. but we are, we have a, a second one, September 25th, before we take off for our retreat season. Um, and we will be doing our samples we there. We will have our samples at the, that time. So if you're local to the Sacramento area, um, mm-hmm. September 11th or September 25th, mm-hmm. we have a um, an evening sunset session together. Um, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It would be a smaller group, so around 20, 20 mm-hmm. to 25 people. Um, I'll be doing readings, mini, little mini card readings. And Bailey will be doing breath work. Breath work, meditation, um, intention setting, and listening to your intuition. The first one we're doing all bringing altar. We're, we're, we shouldn't tell you guys. I'm not going to tell you the rest of what I was going to say. It's a surprise. Surprise! Uh, surprise! That's all I'm going to say. So <laughs> it's if you want um, to hold a spot for that, that's in the bio on our Instagram, and mm-hmm. or you can always message us. We're always here. So yeah, and then today I really. I was telling my mom, I I really want to share on this because it's, I think it's the most profound thing that I've learned within breathwork recently. And, and one of my clients, um, who, if you're listening, thank you for sharing this with me. Um, she told me, she's like, Hey, have you ever heard about grief being held in the lungs? And I'm always very honest. Like if I don't know something I'm not going to pretend I do. And I was like, no, I've never heard that. Um, but that would make sense. That would totally make sense. And so after we got off our session, I I started researching it. And, and then I started hearing about it more and more and more, like within podcasts I was listening to. And then um, a video that was sent to me and seeing it online through TikTok at one point. And it's part of Chinese medicine. And our lungs actually are a space that we hold grief and we hold um, anger and sadness and um, because it makes sense, like, say, think about it. If you are upset, right, our go-to a lot of the time is to hold our breath mm-hmm. before we're about to cry to, to contain it because crying for a lot of people is a sign of weakness or you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable or you just don't want to face it. Whatever the reason may be, there's so many different reasons as to why when we're sad and when we're grieving a loss or going through a challenging time that we don't allow ourselves to process. And um, maybe it's you got to get back to work or you got to put on a brave face for your your littles or your for your your family, um, for your coworkers men especially men are like I feel I think that it's changing but for the longest time men are always if you show emotion it's weak but how what but anger is the only one that's okay so if you're sad you get mad if you're 
hurt, you get mad. So it's always that anger is the acceptable emotion. That's the manly emotion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spot on. But sadness is is not. And mm-hmm. so it's just interesting diving more and more into this. And so I started thinking about that. And when I was, what got me originally into breath work was when I was at my yoga training and I was going through a really hard time. It was last July, not this July, but last July um, in 2021. And I was going through, you know, I had used to live in Bali with um, my ex. And I, when we broke up and I had to realize that I was never really going to go back to Bali with that, that same dream or that same, I mean, I still have clothes there. That's how much I was set on this. And so yeah, 2021 was a huge shift for me and I was going through a lot of hard challenges and being back in Sacramento and kind of starting from square one again um, and then trying to figure out the retreat. So I was, when I showed up to this yoga teacher training, I was in a space of of heaviness, you know, and then um, every single morning before our yoga practice, they would have us at 6 a.m. come up to the shala and we would sit and we would do gentle breath work. She would teach us a new practice every single morning and then we would sit in meditation and I remember in the beginning it was so uncomfortable for me and I just couldn't I was trying to hold back tears because I felt all this stuff coming up that I wasn't ready to face and I was like in a room full of 30 girls and then I finally would just let myself cry and then by the end of the 30 days like at first it was super uncomfortable and then I started craving it and then that was my favorite part even more than the actual yoga training like I would look forward to the breath work and meditation in the morning and by the end of the 30 days I swear I did like 10 times the amount of healing like it fast forwarded my healing um just committing to those 30 days of showing up in that shala at 6 a.m every morning and why I'm sharing that is because it makes so much sense because I had so much grief that was going on and and sadness um over what had happened still and during that time I'd moved it out of my system because for beginning of that year I was stuffing it down way down I was drinking a lot numbing out um I was hanging around old friends that maybe I like couldn't be or open with but my mom was amazing like I know you were always such an open Mm -hmm. support for me (laughs) there's times when you're all like what are you talking about you know (laughs) but um I digress (laughs) <laughs> that my main thing is that when when did I say what are you talking about no like when I was just like I remember we we're on a walk at one point and I was looping oh you were looping I was looping because I was trying so hard to figure out the situation mm-hmm. so I could f- get some release relief mm-hmm. from it you know mm-hmm. um and a lot I had a lot of shame around the breakup mm-hmm. um because you're always like well if I did this differently or if I did this um then maybe things would be different and rather than just having radical acceptance for the situation and understanding that it all happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But that breath work and that 30 days in Costa Rica really gave me the space to move it out and to face it and to accept it so I can, so I can take what I needed from it and move forward. So amazing how we store that in the body. Yeah. And we don't, like, you stored that in your body and then using the breath work you know, actively using your breath, literally moved it out of your body. Mm-hmm. And that's, and the, what I was going to share is like, what was, because I remember that year I was, ex- before that I was experiencing a, the most amount of anxiety I've ever experienced. And I was started having little mild panic attacks and 
And what happens when we're storing this, these heavy emotions in our body and we're not giving ourselves the space to allow it to come out and to maybe it looks messy and um, when we're constantly stuffing it, it transpires and manifests into anxiety, it manifests into panic attacks, into depression. Um, it can show within your skin like breakouts or inflammation. There's so many different ways that our body is like showing us like that we're not taking care of our emotional self. Yeah, I have somebody who just realized today that part of her not moving through her grief was self-sabotage and procrastination. Mm-hmm. You know, realizing that those were big blocks for her because she had never dealt with something she needed to grieve over. Yeah, and it was just mm-hmm. such an aha for me lately. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, these practices are so important because mm-hmm. even with some of my clients, like – Somebody the other day was telling me, she's like, is it normal? I was doing breath of fire and all of a sudden I just wanted to scream, you know, or like another one was saying that I just started weeping after five minutes and I'm like, that's completely normal. And I'm so happy that you, you're allowing yourself to, to express the emotions that are arising because that's the first step in liberation. And that's the first step in, in, in processing emotions in a healthy way so that they, they don't linger over you and take away your power in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. So incredibly powerful and impactful. I know um, Louise Hay wrote the book called You Can Heal Your Life, and she talks about if you're breaking out, here's where you're storing the pain in your body, mm-hmm. and here's what an affirmation you can use to move it out. But I, um, I love that because you can use breath and use affirmations to really just just make it happen so much faster because you and then staying some people just die with that stuck in their bodies most of the people in our our ancestors probably did and it's they didn't Mm -hmm. a lot of them didn't know any better you know and that's why I just feel so I'm like I can't I need to share this because Mm -hmm. it's our duty like to to share this with one another to be like listen if you're going through a hard time right now if you're grieving a loss I want you to know it's not going to be easy you know, and it may look a little bit messy, but but allow yourself to process it in a healthy way, right? Cry when you need to cry. There's this thing also, like, if this is maybe if you're going through a hard time and you're crying, what you can do is you could take your hands and you, and I'm trying to think about how I can explain this to you guys without you seeing me, but you can cross them so that your your left hand is behind your right hand and then your, your index finger is touching your thumb and your other thumb is touching touching your other pinky does that make sense or can you explain Mm -hmm. it better yeah you and your palms are facing your body yeah so it's like and then you just put them on like a butterfly like a butterfly Mm -hmm. right and you're going to place them onto your um what are collarbones yeah collarbones thank Mm -hmm. you and then and it's like a little gent it's like a self um hug and it's been known to calm down the nervous system so if you're crying just placing your hands there and giving yourself like a little self-hug in that system where it's, you know, our a lot of when we're breathing high into our chest, that's that sympathetic nervous system. So you're, it's calming it down. It's mm-hmm. becoming your own best healer and allowing yourself to move through the messiness of the hard times of life mm-hmm. because we're all going to go through them. We all do. Mm-hmm. But um, some people stay stuck there and you don't want to stay stuck. No. And you want to move through it like you did 
you did the 30 day immersion, which was not everybody can do that, but they can use the tools, the breathwork tools every morning, Mm -hmm. commit to a 30 day practice Mm -hmm. and move through it, um, move through it with some, with some grace and ease and some intention. Like I'm going to move through this and love myself through it and release it so I can get to the other side because you can, it can really manifest itself in your body as dis-ease. Yeah. You know, disease is literally dis-ease. And so another, I love all of that. Another practice that we actually taught um, recently at the one day retreat was the kick, kick, mm-hmm. you know, shake, shake, or hands over your head, shake, shake, which increases your dopamine and then um, sway, sway. And you can add tapping to that. Yeah. So do you want to talk about tapping? Yeah. I mean, you can, what she was just explaining. Mm -hmm. Dancing for me was super healing. Dancing is super healing. There's this thing called somatic shaking. And and it doesn't necessarily have, tapping is just kind of helping you ground in and body, ground into your body. Um, But but somatic shaking is moving that stagnant energy, that anxiety um, out of your body through dance, through shaking, through where where do you feel in your body, right? Like when you feel maybe like earlier today, you, we were walking and we were kind of talk, trying to figure out something within recharge and, and you started getting a little bit of, of stress around it, but you noticed it, you were aware of it and you're like, I just feel it really heavy on my chest. Mm-hmm. And so whenever like you're feeling it in your chest, shake there, you know, and then imagine it. Or breathe into it. Or breathe into mm-hmm. it, you know. It's it's about connecting our mind back in with our body. Mm-hmm. And so same with tapping. Um, mm-hmm. When we're doing, because there's 70% of our nerve ending fibers are actually activated within our body. So what that means is that Yes, while talk therapy and affirmations are super important, if we're not doing the the embodiment work with it, then you're only getting maybe I don't like twenty five percent of the benefits versus adding in the breath work or adding in the somatic shaking, the tapping, mm-hmm. the mantras, then going into um, the affirmations and adding that in, and then it starts creating these new neural pathways and a new way of being Mm -hmm. does that make sense oh yeah it's it's beautiful all the all these tools are so powerful it's just so fascinating to me a lot of people walk around with just stagnant energy down at the bottom of their their bodies it's just all and it's just stored emotions just sitting there you telling me you had Mm -hmm. somebody the other day that you were working with that you're like, I can feel the stagnant energy stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Because our also our chakras are actually like, ner- they're literally nerve bundles within our body. So they're not just this like woo-woo. While they are, um, I do think that there is this beautiful connection between science and spirituality. Mm-hmm. And these nerve bundles are connected in with our channels that are connected in through our nose, that are activated through our breath. So it's just freaking wild. <laughs> it's a wild, wild world inside our bodies. <laughs> it reminds me of those of that little when the people got really small and they went inside the body. <laughs> Remember that? Oh yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. That cartoon, and yes. they went in there in a little spaceship and went and looked around <laughs> your bodies. 
<laughs> so, so we are hoping that um, these tools will help you on your journey, somatic shaking, breath work. And I'll give you guys one really quick before mm-hmm. we close out a uh, simple breath work just to add in to your everyday meditation before um, just do a connected breath. For set your timer for five minutes. So what that looks like is it's an inhale in through your nose and you're going to breathe down into your belly. So focus on expanding your belly first. You can even place one hand on the belly and another on the heart. So you're making sure that the be- hand at the bottom is raising first, is rising first. Yeah, and then slow it down. And then open the mouth and exhale to release slow and controlled. No pause in between your inhales and exhales. So once you hit the bottom of that, Exhale on empty, then begin inhaling down into the belly. So it's this becomes this circular. So you're breathing in through your nose and then breathing out through your mouth. Yes, yeah. And then if you want a deeper practice, you can breathe in through your mouth and out through your mouth. Um, but just do that for five minutes. Set your timer um, and focus on elongating the the exhales, um, and see what comes up. Hmm. Just start with that. It's, that's a really super simple practice you can start with right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And do it with your children, do it with your grandchildren. Your and partner. when you're elongating your exhales, it's actually rather like keeping your inhales maybe half the amount of time. Uh, it's calming down your ner- nervous system. You're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. So it's kind of interesting. So fascinating. <laughs> so fun. And you could do that in traffic. You could do I that. I do it after, all the time. After you, if you have a tough conversation or getting ready to have a tough conversation. If I notice anxiety appearing or maybe I'm starting to go down a rabbit hole with a story, I'll go back into that breath. So, and what she means by a rabbit hole with the story is you're just something you're making. Why did, what's going on with her and then you make up, or what's going on with him or you make up a whole story about something when... You have no idea what's going on with another person. Yeah. You could stop it with your breath. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Bring you back into this bring present. You, bring you back into the present. And then fact check your story. Uh, fact check your story. You know? If you can. If you can. If you can, sometimes you can. Sometimes you can't, but you know. So I say take the high road with the story. Just take the high road with the story so you don't go down a rabbit hole and make up. And know. what I mean by like fact check the story is like with me personally, I'll be like, oh my God, like, why did I say that in that conversation? Like, that was so silly or, and then I'll, what I mean by fact-checked is I'll go back in and be like, I have no idea how they took that and they probably didn't even think twice about it. They're probably like carrying on with their day. So then it puts me back into reality mm-hmm. and the fact that I don't know. You fact-checked your own self. Yeah, I fact-checked fact my, my own <laughs> self. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love that. Well, we're hoping that you got great value out of this wonderful podcast about breath work and storing grief in your lungs. There were so many great points here. I just, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I talked so much, but it was so good. I love talking about this. Yeah. You're just so passionate about it and it shows and it's super helpful. So sending you all the love for this weekend and we will we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we love you guys. Sending you all the love. We're grateful. Yeah, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.